Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Strange. Each week we strive to bring you three stories. One good, one bad, and one downright strange. My name is Francis Egan, and today we've got a couple of follow-up stories for you guys. For The Good this week, we have an update regarding the LGBTQ rights in Russia. For The Bad, we're going all the way back to the first episode, because Elon Musk is up to no good again. And for The Strange, we have an update about Hank the Tank, the 500-pound bear that's been running amok in Lake Tahoe, California. Stay tuned to hear it all right here at U92 The Moose, or check us out on Spotify. Be sure to leave a rating if you like the show, and if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can email us at goodbadandstrange at gmail.com. Once again, that's goodbadandstrange at gmail.com. Starting off with the good, some of you may remember in a previous episode, we mentioned that the Russian government has an incredibly strict and authoritarian opposition to any and all LGBTQ groups. Don't get me wrong, that's not the good part. The good part is that a top advisor to the Chechen head of state, Magomed Atushayev, who was a major part in the crackdown against LGBTQ individuals, was killed in Ukraine last week when an attempt to assassinate the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, was foiled. Allegedly, a convoy of 56 Chechen tanks were sent into the region with the goal of assassinating President Zelensky, and Tushayev was part of the convoy. Reports say that the Ukrainian government received prior information about this attempt from someone claiming to be a Russian intelligence officer. According to reports, this individual works in the Russian Federal Security Service and anonymously sent the information in order to prevent bloodshed. With that information, Ukrainian forces were ready for the convoy and wiped out the battalion with missile fire. I'd like to take a moment here to clarify, because I believe this story might get misconstrued. We are not here to celebrate the deaths of Russian soldiers who have lived their entire lives under a dictator only to be forced to fight in a war that the majority of them would have most likely voted against had they been given the chance. The loss of life in this conflict is not a good thing. As much as it is a cliche, there are no winners in war. However, this particular individual, Magomed Tushayev, personally oversaw a major part of the ongoing Russian purge of LGBTQ individuals. This is a man who supported and advocated for tearing families apart, torturing journalists and volunteers, and executing citizens, all at the behest of a homophobic dictator. I do not wish death upon anyone, but those who willingly partake in the mass suffering of marginalized and innocent people deserve what's coming to them. The sanctity of life is a beautiful thing, and this man oversaw the snuffing out of life on a mass scale. Moving on to the bad news. Long-time listeners, if there are any of you, will remember episode one, where we went over five fun facts about Elon Musk and his rise to power. I tried as hard as I could to not talk about him again, but he just keeps doing awful things. First of all, let's start out with a thought experiment. Ask yourself this. Did I ever sign an agreement to be a beta tester for Tesla's self-driving car software? For some of you, the answer might be yes. However, for those who said no, I have a follow-up question. Have you been on or around a road in America in 2020? If you answered yes to that question, I have some exciting news. You actually are a beta tester for Tesla. Not officially, and no, you won't receive any compensation or recognition for the risk you're taking. Let me explain. In 2020, Tesla rolled out beta testing for its full self-driving car system. Apparently, as of January 2022, more than 60,000 people are currently beta testers for these self-driving cars. Where exactly are these beta tests taking place? On America's roads and highways. Every day, all the time, all over the United States, Canada, and China. Quick trigger warning for anyone who is sensitive to car accidents. Listener discretion for the following story is advised. What exactly happens when one of these self-driving cars crashes into something? Or someone? 
Surely Tesla, one of the most profitable car companies in the world, owned and operated by the richest person on the planet, takes legal and financial responsibility for these crashes and the hospital bills they incur, right? Wrong. As of January 2022, there have been 12 verified fatalities involving Tesla's autopilot. Furthermore, deadly incidences that are suspected to have involved autopilot are still outstanding. One confirmed incident in Hebei, China, and I apologize if I mispronounced that, resulted in the driver of a Model S Tesla dying after their Tesla crashed into a stationary truck. Tesla released a statement saying that they, quote, have no way of knowing whether or not autopilot was engaged at the time of the crash, unquote, due to the excessive damage dealt upon the onboard computer. Later, when an SD card containing data from the computer was given to a third party to review for the lawsuit, it was found that autopilot had been engaged before the accident. Tesla has since removed the word autopilot from its Chinese website. In another case in Williston, Florida, another Model S driver was killed when his Tesla, quote, failed to apply the brakes, unquote, and drove underneath an 18-wheel tractor trailer, completely destroying the upper half of the car and fatally injuring the driver of the automated vehicle. According to reports, the vehicle continued straight forward another 800 feet and only came to a stop after crashing into a double chain link fence. Tesla was deemed not responsible because a reconstruction of the crash showed that the driver had 10.4 seconds to notice the truck and take evasive action. They also noticed that autopilot had been engaged for more than 37 minutes prior to the accident. Apparently, autopilot now means autopilot, but you need to be ready to take back manual control at a moment's notice or you and everyone around you might die. Now, it is true that in official statements and in the Tesla's owner manual, they say that autopilot is not to be used on city streets or roads where traffic conditions are constantly changing. However, advertisements and videos on Tesla's own YouTube channel clearly show autopilot being used in city environments and on busy highways. And also, roads where traffic conditions are constantly changing is an incredibly vague statement that basically means nothing. I know that, statistically speaking, Teslas are less likely to crash than manual driving cars. That isn't what we're here to argue over. The point here is that Elon Musk has deliberately cultivated this image that Tesla is the wave of the future and that he's the real-life Iron Man who's going to take us to Mars when in reality, he is a cold, calculating billionaire with enough resources to sweep things like this under the rug. And as long as he has this cult following of fanboys ready to jump at his beck and call, things like this will continue to go underreported, and the richest person to ever live will only continue to get richer, greasing the wheels of his ever-growing empire with the blood of those who die at the hands of his half-assed AI. That'll do it for the bad news this week. Moving on to the strange, let's talk about Hank the Tank, because I need something else to fixate that isn't going to make cartoon steam shoot out of my ears. Apparently humans aren't very good at identifying bears, especially when the bears in question all have the same color fur and are all absolutely massive. Because of this, dozens of break-ins were attributed to one very rotund bear, Hank the Tank. New DNA evidence over the last few months, however, has proven that this is not caused by one bear, but several. At least three different bears are involved, according to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Hank was on the chopping block. Local authorities claimed that since he had apparently lost all of his fear of humans, there was no way to permanently keep him at bay, and the solution was to euthanize the bear. Thankfully, the new plan is to trap, tag, and study the bears, then release them into a more sustainable environment. 
The department said that it is not going to euthanize any of the bears that are trapped through this effort. Anne Bryant, executive director of the Bear League, describes the bears as perfectly fine house guests. She said, quote, he just sits there and eats. He doesn't attack them. He doesn't growl. He doesn't make rude faces, end quote. Apart from the food theft and occasional trail of destruction, no major complaints have been leveled towards our furry friends. That's all for The Strange this week. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you had as much fun as I did. This has been The Good, The Bad, and The Strange, and I have been your host, Francis Egan. Once again, you can find us on Spotify, and you can contact us at goodbadandstrange at gmail.com. That's goodbadandstrange at gmail.com for any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show. Stay tuned at U92 The Moose for more news and more great music. For news at U92, I'm Francis Egan. Thank you.